take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. And welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Please check us out online at couplesynergy.com or on Facebook and Instagram at couplesynergy. And please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years. You know, everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of. With the partner they fell in love with. On today's episode, Jean and I will be talking about distraction. Yes. And, you know, we've talked about distraction in other podcasts alongside other concepts and topics, but this podcast is going to be dedicated just to distraction. Uh, Before we do that, I wanted to read a review that just came through, which is really cool. Um, Title is Actionable Tools. Gene and Ray offer such actionable tools and guidance to help couples who are struggling. This is a tremendously helpful resource for anybody in a relationship who wants to have more love, connection, and excitement by Sam. Sam, thank you so much for writing that review and taking the time to do that. We read all of our reviews. We read all of our emails. Everyone who has questions or comments or topic suggestions, you know, we we are really, uh, really into getting that feedback from all of you out there. What do you think we're about relationships? Uh, you'd, think, <laughs> you'd think we'd be focused on relationships, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, the, in the last couple of episodes, we talked about how we're over a hundred thousand, uh, you know, subscribers, which is really awesome. Yeah, and you know, this is just—it really kind of confirms to us that the content we're putting out there is stuff that people want to hear. So, thank you again. Thank you out there. So, distraction. You know, relationships are one of the most enjoyable, rewardable, meaningful, painful, (laughs) all of the above thing we do in our life. I mean, could you imagine living on an island by yourself? No. And, you know, when we started coming to Colorado, we didn't know anybody. Mm Mm-hmm. It's true. And it was like, I wonder what that's going to be like. And we have made some great friends. Mm Mm-hmm. They're our neighbors. And they're wonderful. And we actually gather once a week with them. So this idea of distraction, it's kind of an interesting word, right? Dis-traction. Like traction is hanging on in forward momentum. So distraction. Just I, I'm about that. trying to tap into my, you know, days in high school where I studied Latin. And, <laughs> you know, I failed miserably, by the way. I was very bad at Latin. Um, distraction, yeah, without. D-I-S is without. Yeah. Traction. And everything that we do that distracts us, it brings us pleasure. It Mm -hmm. hits that dopamine center. 
Yeah, think about all those vices out there, you know, eating yummy, fattening foods and comfort foods, comfort foods and drinking and going out for the thrill of gambling, binge or watching TV, yeah, sure. social media. Oh, yeah, just scrolling endlessly on yeah. your phone. Yeah, and everything like that actually makes us sick long term. Mm-hmm. If we sit around and doesn't that sound like a great night? Sit around and watch TV, order a pizza, have a glass of wine. <laughs> or a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day... Oh, you just feel terrible. Yeah, right? not so good. And so the, the distractions that we have, you know, if this piggybacks on the other episode we did about attention, mm-hmm. distraction is where you're putting your attention so you don't have to deal with your life right now. Yeah, let's just put it on hold. Let's kick the can down the street. Right. Deal with it later. Deal with it tomorrow. For tonight, for this moment here, I'm just going to tune out. Because tuning in, giving attention and nurturing and feeding something, whether it's your body or your relationship or um, a hobby you have, it takes a lot of effort that actually gives back to you mm-hmm. tomorrow. Tomorrow you feel awesome that you did it. Right. In the moment, you have to discipline yourself. There's that discipline. When we discipline ourselves, we actually create something, which is one thing that human beings do that nobody teaches us how to do. We create. We all know how to do it. That's what we're all about as human beings. You know, I I just kind of wanted to point out here, I was just thinking when you were talking that men are really good at distraction. Well, it's your hunting brain, but you don't have anything to hunt. Yeah, but it's about the compartmentalization. Yeah. You know, the ability for uh, men's brains to compartmentalize. Because we only use one hemisphere of the brain at a time, we have to switch. And so when we are in work mode and hunt mode and, you know, goal mode, all of that throughout the day for work, come TV home. TV mode. Well, you come home, you just want to shut that down, right? And so they compartmentalize. Well, they, they still compartmentalize. You're still compartmentalizing. Right, right. With all those things. Exactly. But you're using distraction as a way mm-hmm. to compartmentalize. Right. And that distraction is something that can become a habit for men where they're just constantly distracting themselves and not tuning into their relationships and what is really important in the present tense. And women are very aware of men being distracted because of how our brains work. What is it like for you when I'm like, okay, you've been checked out for a long time? It, well, it's kind of like a surprise, actually. You know, because it, it's very easy, especially when, you know, that curve of stress goes up for the distractions to go up too. And it's, it's incremental. It's not something that is overnight. So you don't, you can't tell the difference, right? It's that, that whole like uh, the adage or metaphor of the, the frog in boiling water, right? That if you take, you have boiling water and you throw the frog in, it will jump out. But if you have a, a frog, you put them in water and then turn on the heat, slowly over time, the, the frog will actually boil in the water and not know the difference of the change in temperature. Yeah, that actually adds to that other thing we like to talk about too, which is that desensitization. Mm-hmm. So if you are distracting yourself with things that are kind of shocking, like 
violent movies or I don't know, stuff that is, you know, like surprising and shocking over time, it's not so shocking anymore. And you don't really realize how it's impacting you. Mm-hmm. And you don't really realize that it's now the way that you're thinking and the way you're behaving. Mm-hmm. That's why I can always tell when you're overdoing it because you get much quicker to anger or... Especially driving, I get frustrated yeah. a lot easier. Yeah. 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 You know, I was thinking about when we hike the John Muir Trail or just any time we hike over a long period of time and backpacking and we're out there in nature. And then when we come back and then, you know, we're just bombarded with text messages and emails and all of these things that we could not receive on the trail. It's that bombardment and you can tell. It's overwhelming. Yeah, it's very overwhelming because you can see the difference. Right. But over time, when you're in it, you, you don't see the difference at all. Yeah, if someone told you, I want you to sit here for five hours, you'd be like, I can't do that. But how long can you sit for five hours watching TV? Yeah. And yeah. it's and it's really like another 30 minutes. Oh, or yeah. Another, one more show. Yeah, one my, more show. my mom just binge-watched, uh, what was it, Cobra Kai? <laughs> six hours, my dad said. She said, sat through yeah. six hours yeah. of it and went through all seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And, and if your brain is distracted, that's a very easy thing to do. But again, what distracts us is not good for us. Yeah. So that means you're not paying attention to your health, your relationships, your um, growth and development in life. And one of the things that we do, and we've been doing this since 2006, we will um, create a discipline for ourselves because discipline is the way out. And of course, discipline is not so much fun. So we force ourselves to meditate daily Mm -hmm. and have a period of time where we are in contemplation and in quiet. And we usually have to let go of some of our distractions as a, as a habit, not as a habit, as a discipline, you know, like I won't play the games with my phone when we're doing a practice because that'll throw me off. Yeah, what what you're talking about is something that we've created for ourselves called a 40-day practice where, Mm -hmm. you know, during those 40 days, and, you know, the Catholics, they know this kind of thing called Lent, you know, is very similar. Um, Most religions have a 40-day practice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, for us, it's really about this kind of purging and a reconnection, you know, internally and reconnection spiritually. And, you know, what we do is we, we kind of remove those distractions from our life during those 40 days and, and add more, what would you say, just kind of being in the present type of activities? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there is a thing that happens when you stop being distracted. And it's a really important thing because it's the precursor of creation. Boredom. Boredom, which we've talked about before. <laughs> yeah, we are one of the episodes, uh, mm-hmm. hashtag get bored together. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. You know what would be interesting is if you could count how many times you reach for your phone. Because that's exactly why you're reaching for your phone. Mm-hmm. Not because something urgent or important needs to happen, but because you're bored. And then 
<laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you guys do this, but then I'll be on my phone for like 20 minutes and I'll be like, why did I pick it up to begin with? Right. You forget that. And I can't remember. <laughs> you, you're like going to go look something up. <laughs> what was that recipe again? Right. Or, you know, oh, we need to get this. And then you're down the rabbit hole. Right. And it's so easy just Next to Next thing get, you know, you're like buying oh, a red teapot or something. You're like, what did that It's happen? so <laughs> annoying. You know, you just get sucked into it. Because uh, that's how our brains are. Right. Yeah. And our brains, they the neurons that wire together, fire together. Fire together, wire together. Either way. And if you're in that distracted mode all the time, you're actually making your brain a less uh, focused, less sharp brain. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed this too because, you know, I like to play my games on my phone, but I prefer to play my games on paper. So, you know, like when we travel and stuff and I bring a book, you do that like has logic Sudoku problems or Sudoku yeah, or right. stuff like that. That feels better in my brain than just doing it on my phone. Where and a lot of stuff I do is like organizing, organizing like solitaire or something, which feels good in my brain and it helps my memory. But it's really different doing it with a a pen, with a pen yeah. and paper than doing it with my brain. Well, I, that's also the difference that I see when I assign, you know, homework assignment for my clients and I tell them they have to write it down versus putting it in their phone. Yeah. You know, which is so much easier, but when you turn the phone off, it's out of your head. It, you you don't remember it. You're not, you know, in tune with it. So writing down that, that is really keeping you very present, you know, versus, I mean, the phone is just hundred percent distraction. It, yeah. it, it really is. I mean, there's maybe... I shouldn't say 100%, 5% an active tool, mm -hmm. you know, getting in contact with someone, connecting with someone else and what, whatever. But the rest of it is really just designed to uh, entertain you. Yeah. How many times, this is the funniest thing, you know, whenever we would go to our office and there's the public bathroom, you know, going to the public bathroom, you... I could hear guys in the stalls on their phone, like watching a video or listening to something or whatever it is. And, or even taking a phone call <laughs> in the stall. I, I just, it's, it has become and like the stall for guys is not uh, just going pee. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. You're doing the, doing the paperwork in there. Yeah. It's, uh, the distraction. And they're not even aware of their surroundings. No. That, you know, that isn't a privacy place if mm -hmm. you're in a public bathroom. Yeah, I've, I've said it one too many times. We don't have to look very far to find a distraction to pull us off of what is truly important in our life. And, and I've said to clients a, a lot that, you know, it, it, life is not meant to wake up, go to work, come home eat dinner, go to bed, and wake up again and do it again. That's it's just Rinse, not... repeat. Right. That is just... It, it's not... Life is not designed to do that. You know, yes, we have to make money. Yes, we have to provide for our families. But what's the real purpose then? You know, and in the end, the only thing that truly matters are our relationships. And how often are we being distracted in our lives and not utilizing the opportunities that we have in front of us to connect with the people who mean the most to us. And now a word about one of our sponsors, 
bliss. Couples out there, if you've listened to our podcast, you know that we talk about all aspects of relationships. Sex and intimacy is definitely one of those topics. There are a lot of couples not having sex. That is true. And one of the main reasons is women's brains. Our brains are always distracted on so many different things. We're thinking about, you know, the kids and, and bills and schedules and and then and then your partner wants what? <laughs> and and you can't get your head in the game, right, right? Right. And so this product bliss is part of something made for women. It's a well, it's for both I, men it, and women. It does but benefit it, men too. <laughs> but it's really wonderful for women. It is a lubricant. It has CBD and THC in it. We did an episode with the uh, actual founder, Dr. Alex Capano. That was episode 188. You can listen to that episode. You can also see that episode on our YouTube channel, or you can go to our product page and you can go to couplesynergy.com, go to experiences and go to bliss products or directly to the page by going to go.couplesynergymethod.com slash bliss. Yep, Bliss comes in trial size, which are also nice travel packets, and two-ounce little bottles. So I would really, really want you to check it out because you know you deserve it, and it feels good to have a sex life. It feels good to be with your partner in bond. And one more way that helps us get there, I think is a good thing, Bliss. Yeah, if you know more about the lives of people on a show that you watch than the people you live in a oh, home with. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you see more women naked than your wife. Mm-hmm, yeah. Or more men naked than your husband. Mm-hmm. Um, you're pretty distracted. Because yeah. the, the In the, person or on any or screen. Or on a screen. Right. Because that's how we bond. We bond with our eyeballs. That's why we look at babies. And we hold them. And we talk to them. And so whatever you're looking at is what you're bonding with. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're sending out, however it works, electromagnetic chemistry to whatever you're looking at. And you guys know what that feels like. I don't mean guys like men, like people. When you're walking through the mall and someone looks at you and they look at you in a certain way. Not just like they're, you, know, you catch someone's eye, but someone who's looking at you. Yeah, huh? You feel... I'm just thinking how often are people walking through malls anymore? Okay, down yeah. the street, at work, whatever. Yeah. You can feel when someone's looking at you. It, mm-hmm. it creates the beginning of a bond. And if you're not looking in your partner's eyes, if you're not looking in your children's eyes, your friends, and everything is you know, through a screen or through a distraction of some kind, then that's what you're bonding with. And I can't tell you how often... We see this and it makes me really sad. But a couple will come in and it's usually the wife that's saying, you know, you're, you're always, you come home, you watch TV, you're on your phone. I, I don't, you know, we're, we're not having any conversations. And it can be the woman too. If we see it in both directions. Yeah, we have. And, and their partner is like really sad and they're really missing them and they're mm. really wanting a connection. They're wanting that relationship. And... They leave. Mm-hmm. And the other person is in such deep grief after that for years of how badly 
they are now aware of what they don't have in their life. And the thing that they thought was feeding them was just junk food. And they have this deep sadness of that lack of caring for and hurting someone they really love. And huge regret. And huge regret. Right. You know, so it's not easy, obviously. It's much easier to be distracted. It's much mm-hmm. easier to eat comfort food and, and, and everything the, in else. In the moment, it mm-hmm. feels good. And we're not saying that you need to be this, you know, stellar Zen monk and that you are always present. You know, there are times, uh, time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. And, and it is okay to de-stress from time to time and have fun with your spouse and have a pizza and watch some TV together. But when it becomes a habit, when it becomes something that is not an exception, but is the rule, then you're checking out of your life. You know, one analogy they have for growth development, whatever you want to call it, is the electric fence, right? So if there's a fence and your dog's in the yard, they can't get out. But if there's an electric fence, as long as they stay in the middle, they're fine. But once they move a little bit towards the edge where the electricity is, they become uncomfortable and they have two choices. One choice they have is they can go back into the middle where it feels comfortable. Or the other chance choice they have is they could tolerate the discomfort and become free. And if you notice that if you can't tolerate <laughs> whatever you're going to bump into, if you're going to try to turn your screen off or try to eat better or try to pay more attention to your partner or your kids and it's uncomfortable, that's where you know you're pretty distracted. Yeah. And, it, and what you're actually going through is detox. And that's what we found hiking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times you want to bring music with when, when we hike. And that to me, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to bring that association out here. Plus, I want to hear what's going on out here. And it, it's a different feel. And it's so comforting to be distracted. And especially when you're doing something difficult because, you know, hiking is hard. Hiking kind of sucks. Oh, it's painful. <laughs> I mean, it, Especially it's, for us. Yeah, I mean, there's some yeah. people out there that can skip up mountains. I don't know. <laughs> Not we us. can't. But, yeah, it, it's painful. It's grueling from you know, time to time. It feels mundane. You're doing the same thing over and over again. And, you know, you haven't really gotten far. So it's very easy to, to distract. And there are times when I am in that place of pain and stuff that I got to put some earbuds in and I got to hear some inspiring music or something to kind of get me going um, or get me out of my head, right? And, you know, I yeah, I can see that there are times where it can be too distracting and you're not connecting with what you're truly doing, you know. And again, I, I would say balance is key. Right. And in discipline. And that's how you get balances through that discipline. And if you don't discipline yourself, you really won't know that you're there and that your life has become not so meaningful. Well, you won't know the difference. No, you won't. Not so enjoyable. Not so, um, yeah, it's like the frog in that, in that water Mm -hmm. that's boiling. Yeah. You know, that's why we talk about new experiences too. Yeah. I I was thinking about when you were saying that it, you know, the, uh, it's uncomfortable. You know, we see that when we're working with couples and we tell them that they have to have a family night, right? Where with the kids, no electricity, right? 
Well, there's there's the one with no electronics, mm-hmm. and then there's no electricity night, mm-hmm. and it it's so amazing how the family reacts instantly to that exercise, and it's just it's like this detox, and they can't do without it. Oh my gosh, what do you mean? What are we gonna do? Well, that's the best question to have. Right. What are we going to do? Because then what comes? Then you have to create something. And that creates bonding mm-hmm. and connection. And they always, once they do it, they come back. They're oh, like, they that was great. great. We want to do that once yeah. a week. And yeah. it's very difficult to do if you really aren't disciplined. Yeah. It's hard to do. And, you know, we're absolutely guilty of this ourselves. We're mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. we're going to, you know, read more at night or play more cards or something like a game. And then you get home and you're like, oh, maybe just five minutes. And then it's midnight again. Well, it's hard. we it's are hard. going to Fairbanks, Alaska. Yes, we are. For our anniversary on February 14th, 2022. And uh, there's not going to be a lot to do. Yep. Looking yeah. forward to that. We are going to be in a cabin and out there in the wilderness and hopefully keeping our fingers crossed that we are going to be seeing the Northern lights here because we've been chasing this for a while and talk about being present. You have to be present because it, you know, 10 minutes or 15 minutes and you can miss them. Right. You have to be in the right place, right time, all of that. They're that short, huh? uh, I, I don't know. I've never seen them, but that's what I, I hear. Know. That's They're what I very elusive. We I t- haven't seen them, and we chased them. I took them. you to Iceland for one of our anniversaries. We didn't even see them there. Mm-hmm. So we're keeping our fingers crossed. That is exactly where we're going to be for our twenty fourth wedding anniversary on Valentine's Day, and uh, we encourage all of you couples out there to also unplug. Don't distract yourself. Connect with each other, and and really, and I know a lot of people hate Valentine's Day. They think it's like a Hallmark holiday and stuff. But why not just utilize that day to focus on your relationship, on your marriage, your partner, connecting together and investing in the us? You know, even if you're home, you can turn the lights off and light some candles. Yeah, Candles do a fun thing in our brain that make us feel cozy and comfy and relaxed and more connected and play some nice music. And, you know, if you have nothing to talk about, play a game, do something and, and really make an effort to do that. And, you know, one of the things that we do to stay really present is we go outside and look at the sky and we do this wherever we are. And, and even uh, last night we did it and it was like freezing out, (laughs) (laughs) but we're out there doing it. And it, it does something, even if it's five or 10 minutes, it just makes you present. And I remember there used to be a definition of mental health that said, whenever you're not present, you're outside of mental health. And that's interesting, right? Because we're talking about anytime you're thinking about the past or the future, which is exactly what our brain wants to do all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're anxious and depressed is when we're jumping around from past to future regrets and, you know, worries about what's going to happen kind of stuff. And it is hard to be present, but it feels great once you find a way to uh, really use that present time to fulfill your life, to connect with your partner and to learn a new hobby and to create 
that's what makes us feel great in this world is all those things. So we want to thank you for joining us today on Couple Synergy, talking about the topic of distraction. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please let us know how you enjoy the show. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs such as Relationship 101, our home study course, the Couples Weekend Intensive, and our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple, look us up online at couplesynergy.com. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez.